Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hey. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports, sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Just in case that you're tuning in late, or maybe you haven't been paying attention to the national news, whether it comes from Twitter or whatever source that you may look to in regards to breaking news, but there has been some shocking breaking news, at least shocking to me. And with that, let's bring in... And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. And Trey, this breaking news, I should have saved it also and talked about this while uh, the ABC News sounder was playing. Uh, breaking news, the entire Alabama football program has put all their players into the transfer portal. So, Sign them all. Sign every one Rick, of them. Rick, want, Rick wants Quick. every player. So what do you do with Milrow? Do a little roster trade here? Yeah. Uh, is that how we're trying uh-huh. to, you know? Yeah. Are you as wow. stunned as we are about Nick Saban retiring as the Alabama head football coach? I mean, Stunned, maybe, a, a little bit. I, I kind of thought that if he had won it this year, if he'd won the national championship, that they would have, that maybe he would have gone out on, on that kind of note. So a little surprised, but at the same time, I mean, how old Nick is? 70, 72. 72. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, people have been speculating about him retiring since he was probably 65 or so, haven't they? So Hoping. Uh, I, th- I don't know about speculating. Hoping, certainly hoping. Hoping, hoping for exactly. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, my immediate thought is like, where do they go next? Who wants to follow Nick Saban yeah, at Alabama? That's what uh, we're thinking. Yeah. Lane Kiffin might. Lane Kiffin might want to do it. Uh, I think the other thought is maybe to hire from within. I thought that Bob Stoops kind of pulled a nice uh, one when he retired at Oklahoma because he waited until all the coaching search stuff was over. And he wanted Garrett Riley, I think, to succeed him. And that's when he, so he chose to retire. And I'm thinking the reason he did it the way he did is so everybody on his staff would remain intact. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about, you know, the idea with Sam Pittman. I know what Sam Pittman wants, not saying it's this year or anything, but I know what Sam Pittman wants for this Arkansas program, and that's to get the program in great shape. And then at some point, again, not saying it's this year or anything, but at some point hand the program off to somebody on his staff because there are 65 people that work under him, and most of those people get displaced whenever there's a coaching change. And so I would think that maybe Saban would want that. I'm sure he's probably going to be able to have some kind of say in where things where things happen. But Alabama is also not a program that has a whole bunch of stability as far as assistant coaches. I mean, they no. they you know they churn pretty good with assistant coaches. Uh, so, but I mean, it's uh, it's going to be. Tommy, top job in the country. Tommy right Reese now, is so. their offensive coordinator. Tommy Reese is 31. Kevin Steele, their defensive yeah. coordinator, just retired. It's not exactly like they've got a yeah. you know, ready-made exactly. prospect mm-hmm. ready to make step a lot in. of sense, does yeah. it? No. To, uh, just, yeah, so that's, uh, I mean, if I, if I work at Alabama, I'm thinking right now, like, okay, well, 
you know, and I'm, I'm talking all the way down to nutrition staff that you know there's there's somebody yeah. to to replace. So, by the way, guys, you see Derek Henry's press conference where he thanked everybody in the building for the Tennessee Titans. He's a class act, man. Yep, he I thought that He's so everybody good. from the janitor to the you know lady serving food to um, you know every and single he knew person. all their names and knew all he their knew names all yep. their names oh, he's, a, that was yeah. great. he's a great yeah. and you know what's sad is the organization he works for doesn't hold the same standards at the top where they let go of Mike Vrabel who's one of the best coaches coach. and not yeah. only let him go the owner didn't even inform the general manager According oh, to really? reports I saw, I they had one-on-one meetings separately, the general manager and Mike Vrabel did with the owner, and he was informed after that she had let him go. So oh, Now, that's a thought. What about Mike Vrabel for Alabama? Saban was in the pros mm-hmm. when they got him. Sure. Yeah, Vrabel's a really good coach. I don't know if yeah, anyone wants to come back down, Rick. That's maybe what not. I, I think hey, that's, it's maybe not so different now. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. There's, I mean, you talk about, you know, picking a, a coach from the NFL, like say a position coach and saying, hey, do you want to come be a coordinator for comparable money is what they make as a position coach. Uh, not a lot of guys are willing to do that now. They want to coach football. And what college assistant coaches have become is, I mean, brokers. you can recruit, you can recruit yeah. your tail off and if you don't have the finances behind you, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so I'm sure it's I know. I'm not sure. I know it's gotten extremely frustrating for assistant coaches mm. in college football. I do have some buyout numbers from Pete Thamel from ESPN to share with you guys, just to kind of give you an idea of the the top, you know, projected candidates. So here are the names that he listed in their buyouts. So I'll start from least uh, to most. So Mike Norvell's buyout is four million. Uh, from FSU, James Franklin from Penn State, six million. They're not going after either of them. Dabo Sweeney, just seven and a half million as a buyout. That surprised gonna, me a little bit. No, they're not going to do that. Um, These are low buyouts. Yeah, I know. So how about seven uh, and a half million? Uh, yes. You think that's a low buyout by today's standards? Wait till you yeah. hear the, the 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 last one, Rick. Uh, the head coach of Washington, Kalen, is it Dubair? Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve million. And then uh, right now, uh, Dan Lanning has been the name that we keep hearing right. thrown out. Uh, he was a GA at Alabama in 15, then went with Kirby Smart to Georgia afterwards, so his familiarity with the conference and, and elite programs, and obviously he's done a phenomenal job at Oregon. His buyout is $20 million at Oregon. Oh he just re-signed yeah. this wow. past summer an extension yeah. through the 2028 season to make $7 million annually at Oregon. So uh, his buyout is $20 No million. Kiffin? No I, did, I haven't seen a Kiffin buyout, but he just he was just extended, was yeah, he not? Yeah. Yes. I mean, just yes. extended. So I haven't seen nine that million one. a year now. Yeah. So. Alabama's not letting anything. They're going to get the coach that that they want. But there's 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 two parts of it. First of all, uh, the lure of Alabama. You know, you're going to have all the resources. You've got the prestige. You're going to have the backing. All of those things. Uh, tremendous facilities. But do you want to follow Nick Saban? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the standard. Do you want to follow the greatest? college football coach of all time well think about it too. if you have a short-term hey. career outlook yes because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pay me be, now pay me yeah. now i'll be okay well, and maybe pay me later <laughs> yeah get a 45 million dollar contract and i'll take it think, of, think about even the sec next year you're just adding Al- oklahoma and texas and so i can't remember which one of them alabama plays but they do play one of them next year. oklahoma Okay, they play Oklahoma. They play Georgia next year. I mean, if you're if if things just aren't right, you could go in there and go yeah. nine and three, and everybody'd say nine and three. Wow. Well, I'd rather play Oklahoma and Georgia with Alabama's players than maybe <laughs> somebody else's probably. But yeah, it's a it's a wild wild timing too. I mean, this could start a whole new set of dominoes. Mm. whole new set of dominoes. Wow. There are reports in Auburn that they are rolling Toomer's Corner right now, and I'm not saying that is a joke. I'm, I'm looking at a oh, picture yeah. right now. There is uh, there is some paper already on some of the trees. I'm not surprised at all. What a sport. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's talk with uh, Savage. Savage, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. You know, Trey... I've been a part of, you know, the older I get, watching some of these legendary coaches, whether it's basketball, Coach K. Uh, I went around for Frank Bulls. I don't remember too much about whenever he left the program. But this is this is one of the biggest that I can think of as far as a head coach in a football, you know. We saw mm-hmm. some legendary basketball coaches bow. You know, what's your thought on it? I mean, I'm tickled to death that he's gone. 
You know, I hope oh, yeah. Alabama goes in the basement and they, they get another Don Shuler or Mike Price and they just hit the bottom. Amen. That's, yeah. It can happen. It, I mean. Absolutely. It can happen. Uh, Alabama has had some stinkers. Absolutely, Shula. Uh, who was who was DeBose, there? Debose, then Mike Debose. Price was there for yeah. two or three months, and then he got into scandal yeah. and he was gone. Never coached a game. Yeah, Mike Price. Uh, yeah. Dennis Franchione was pretty good there. Pretty was, good, he, but then but he, he wasn't left. He was an elite. Left for A and M. They've hated him ever leave, since. How could you leave Alabama for, uh, for I mean, Texas A and M? Johnny, I'm guessing. Goodness. Goodness. Uh, yeah, he had uh, Brody Kroll there. They, I remember Dennis Franchione came in here, and he was at TCU before that. Mm-hmm. He was at TCU, yes. and then it didn't work out at, at, at Texas A&M, and he was, he was fired there probably after like four years yeah. I think, at Texas A&M. Yeah. Well, I've always heard that uh, Dad O'Swinney was the coach in waiting, you know, whether that was true or not. You know, there was always talks about him, you know, going to Bama. I think he'd be a good fit. You know, he could just – he's already a championship coach. You know, whether he wants to leave Clemson, he's already got a high standard, but they're losing right now. There's, they don't like him, you know, as much as they did. Mm. So I think he'd be a good fit. I hope they don't get Lane Kiffin, because if Lane Kiffin goes there, they're going to win. I don't yeah. want to see that. And well, they're already winning. Yeah, there will be not yeah, any drop-off. Yeah. Right. Trey, what's, we need more linebackers at Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, what's, yeah. we get any more guys on the, on the linebacker front? I'm going to get off there, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. So and by the way, just to, what he was saying earlier, the first like big time like stud head coach that I can remember retiring, like the guy that was, you know, just a, a stud, was uh, Tom Osborne. That's that's mm. just to you know date me, I guess, a little bit. That's where that's kind of a titan in the coaching industry, yeah, yeah. And I felt like that was about late nineties, early two thousands, maybe late nineties yeah. for Osborne. Yeah. Been a while. Yeah, I feel like maybe I was in high school, but anyway, that's that's kind of you know the class of. I mean, Saban's in his own class, I guess, but that's you know, kind of been legendary coaches. Linebacker numbers are actually pretty good. They're, they've got eight scholarship linebackers. Now I could see a scenario. You know, there's guys on the roster that haven't played in a couple of years. Caden Henley hasn't played, um, but you know, obviously at this point you'd expect him back. Uh, I think there's a possibility that maybe a guy like Carson Dean could move down a level. He's six four, two thirty five. And, you know, kind of a tweener type in a way. I'll say this, my experience with people that I've regarded as a tweener, they all move down. You know, safety, tweener, safety, linebacker, all moves to linebacker. Tweener, defensive end, linebacker, all moves to defensive end. Tweener, defensive end, defensive tackle, they all move to defensive tackle. Um, So maybe there's a possibility that you could move a guy like that. But the defensive end numbers are, you know, actually, you know, fine. The defensive end numbers are fine. They've got seven, which is right around the number you want to be at. Um, The question with linebacker is experience. And I know they like bright – they like – I'm spacing on his name. Why am I spacing? Well, Alex Sanford's one, and then Brad Spence. They really like Brad Spence a lot. And they've got Bradley Shaw coming in. They've got Xavier Sori. Xavier Sori would be the veteran of the group as a redshirt sophomore. Veteran of the group. So they're young. <laughs> wow. Goodness. Yeah. They're young. And they've got Wyatt Simmons coming in, who I think is maybe the most underrated player in their class. Um, so they And uh, Juju Pope. So they've got some guys coming in. And linebacker is probably the position group where they recruited the best in this last class. You know, if you look at the numbers and, and where players are ranked and stuff. That's good. But in this day and age, in the portal, do you want to roll the dice on, we think this guy's going to come along really well and be good? Or do you want to go out and get a guy that's proven? And that's what kind of happened with the offensive line last year. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. we think these guys are going to come along. They're younger, but we feel yep. good about them. And they just didn't come along quite at the pace that you wanted them to. And so you were left with a big a big issue. And they like those linebackers, but it's the portal era. You can go out and get one. So that's what I would expect them to do. I don't know that they'll be able to do it in this cycle or not you know they've got two visits left they they're not bringing in Jamari and Burnett now you know they got the running back that they wanted in the class running back numbers are fine um so they've got two by my count visits left um they have not brought in um another linebacker I can think of uh Macusa shocked us and, and committed to Nebraska that seemed like it was going to happen for Arkansas it looks like Percy Lewis is uh, maybe could end up somewhere else also 
Um, you know, uh, Miguel, is it Mitchell, the safety from Florida? He hasn't made any kind of announcement yet of the guys that visited most recently. So, you know, where are these, where are these other players going to come from? The, the thing of it is, is there's going to be players in that late transfer portal cycle. And Arkansas added some really good players last year in the late uh, transfer cycle. So they'll, they'll be able to, to shore some things up. Um, you know when the uh, when the next window opens up, but at this point, I mean, I just don't. It, it, it'd be real tight. It feels like to bring anybody in at semester. The linebacker isn't the biggest issues from a number standpoint. I, I brought up defensive tackle. We were talking about that a little bit towards the end of the show, but defensive tackle to me is that's a, to me a concern numbers wise. And you need your your fifth defensive tackle doesn't need to be a guy again that you you hope is going to be a good player. It needs to be a guy that's a proven veteran defensive tackle, your fifth defensive tackle, because you can do that now. You can do that in the SEC um, through the transfer portal, and they did that last year. Both of those guys that they brought in, Kiwi Rose and Tank Booker, both of them were um, both of them were May and June commitments. So, or no, excuse me, April. Well, there's, April and there's May. an obvious answer. The next portal's April, right? Mm-hmm. Get get all of the transferring Alabama players after they decide yeah. they're leaving. Or try out that, that, wait I, for them, right? I do want to ask this technical sure. question in regards to the transfer portal. I know they made exceptions for those who played in the BC, uh, BCS, the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, five days they had five days after the game in order to jump in the transfer portal. Is there any exception for let's say for these Alabama players? Who now know that Saban yeah. has retired? Can or can they just say, "Okay, I'm wanting the trans. I will be transferring when the next window opens up." Uh, but even if they did that, saying that they couldn't bring them in for any visits, though, could they? Right, couldn't contact them or anything like that. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't bring them in for visits unless they were a graduate. If you're a graduate, yeah. then you're you, you know it's wide open for you. But yes, for uh, for a coaching change this late, it's it's you know I mean a lot of this is uncharted territory. So uh, you know that all this rule I believe was made up last year, wasn't it? Yes. When, with the extension, yeah, right? When they, well, when they mo- when they when they shorten the window, right? They shorten the window from thirty days to forty to five days, and then added that exemption for it uh, for the bowl games. But um, you know this may be something that they look at and decide to change the rule. But I hope they change the whole thing before we even get to needing to change that rule and, and, and fix a few other things with just the structure of it and the transparency. To your point, Alabama's going to try and go out and get a good coach. We can't assume all their players are going to leave. You know, there might be a no, handful, no, 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 no. but uh, it's, still, it, it's Alabama. still Alabama, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 501S trade. Uh, why are players going back and forth with fans on Twitter? Is that a good yeah. look? I didn't realize there was this yaya going back and forth between players I mean, and. It happened some. I saw one that was a little ridiculous from a fan. That I thought was totally classless, and um, you know, talking to a player and calling him boy and stuff. I mean, that, that's there's no place for that. I don't know how much much of that is real. I, I hope it's not. You I know, hope it's some jerk fan from another team. It seems like Arkansas a bit. I, I know which one you're talking about, Trey. It it, it yeah. does seem it's if it is real, it's sad. But if it's if it's not, it's like it feels like one of those bits, like some of those parody accounts you see, which are on that fringe of if you know they're real, you kind of read them differently. But if you don't, mm-hmm. then you know it could it could be very off putting. But regardless, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, you just don't say it no regardless matter what. Yeah, what, whichever it is, the person who's doing it needs to get a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mean, right, right. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's, it's um, pretty bad. But yeah, I don't know if that's who they're referring to or what. But uh, I mean, th- it's the thing too. Like I see stuff like people tweeting at players, "Hey, you you don't need to be talking about this. You need to be worried about the game." Like, so you don't get to have an opinion on what's going on in the world, or uh, you, know, <laughs> you, you just yes. I mean, I just got to worry about football. I guess you know that's what everybody's telling me to do. Um, <laughs> you know, these are kids. They're you know, I mean, yeah. they're they're professionals, but they're still kids. I mean, I don't know about you guys. When I was 20 years old, I was extremely immature. And and childish. So, um, you know, I think a lot of us could do well to maybe think about how we were those age, those ages too. And, 
Yeah, I, I, I've always said don't go back and forth with players on Twitter. No. Don't don't no. don't tweet at players. Don't don't tweet at recruits. And and the thing is to those of us in our generation and your generation, Trey, we don't know what they're thinking. We don't know how their 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 thought process is totally different than ours. Good principles are always good principles, but the way we think mm-hmm. at that age, you just brought brought it out. It's it's a totally yeah. I different mean, deal. And, well, I think we forget too more than anything. I don't think kids have changed that much over the years. Um, you know, I, I really don't. But I think that uh, you know the language has changed and. You know, the dress has changed, and, you know, obviously the access to information has changed. Kids are more aware and smarter than we were when we were that age because they have, um, I mean, they're more exposed. Back in the day, if we wanted to find something out, when I was in high school, if I wanted to find something out, I'd need to wait to the news or I need to go get into the card catalog yeah. uh, to check out a library book. Right. Or look up the encyclopedia. And hope they had it. Yeah, <laughs> right. We used to have a, a saying at Channel 7, um, me and Allison and Melinda. It, it came from actually an SNL skit, and it was, uh, should you chime in? It was a game show they played on the SNL, and the answer is mm-hmm. always no. And it was always about, no. It yeah. was about online talking, and, and they give an example like, the local school board has decided this, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 should you chime in? And then they would go... Yes, I'm going to. And that was the whole bit. But we would always joke about comments and things that would come into the newsroom about should you chime in? And we'd say, no, the answer is always no, because the moment you do, you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there is a uh, there's a flow chart on Twitter somewhere. It's about should I should I tweet at this recruit? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. And yes, the always, always no. no, no matter what. Yes. Yep. Uh, DB, David Basil, brings up a great, great point. And he was talking about the Brawls Award. Hard to believe that Lane Kiffin and Dan Lanning, both in Little Rock for the Brawls Award. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, He thinks they're finalists. We'll see yeah, if he's right. Exactly. All right, Trey. Okay, guys. Have a great rest NFL of the day. Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk, courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI SmartCap. Guadney Chevrolet presents Devo Davis each week when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes. Guadney Chevrolet, just off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Or check out their selection of new and used vehicles at GuadneyChevrolet.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Ew. 
Gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty. Even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-509-TERM 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 Welcome back to Drive Time Sports live from the Eat My Catfish studios where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations minus the always fresh delicious food options like the family packed catfish dinners Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. I have been known to be called the pirate. What do good pirates do? They go rob. They get their bounty. And I was said I was a robber. And what I mean by that is Went to the Riverfront Steakhouse this past Friday night. And in my wisdom, I got the dinner for two for 60 bucks. Not once, but twice. That way, Carrie could have her own 10-ounce steak. I could have my own 10-ounce steak. And I went through, Chris Kane, I went through the salad bar line I built maybe the most impressive salad, even eclipsing anything that Kevin Bohannon ever did. This one was labeled by Frank Fletcher as robbery. There was so much on my plate. And I am proud to say I cleaned my plate. Impressive. Because if you've gone through the riverfront... Uh, salad bar, you know what I'm talking about. There is so many different options, whether it is the fresh baby tomatoes or whether it is the uh, cucumbers, the onions. I could go on and on. I loaded it. I mean, I loaded it to the gill. And then I asked for a doggy bag. Isn't that what they call them? Where you take things home. And I haven't heard that one in a while, but yeah, I think uh, that's the, yeah, that's, okay, something, yeah. Something to-go like box, that. yeah, to-go whatever, box, yeah. yeah, but doggy bag, absolutely, yeah, sure, okay. yeah, to-go still, box. it still plays. Physically, and, you have a dog. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Randy, you, you, dog, you would need several dog. doggy bags oh, he would. for that's your right. home, yeah. I, I took part of my steak home, my filet, mm. yeah. I took part of Carrie's home, you know, Carrie made a sinful act the first time we went to the Riverfront Steakhouse. Sinful? Yes. She oh, please gave her Do plate. Tell. She gave her plate to the server, Chip, with steak left on it. And I didn't realize it until it was gone. And I said, why did you not give it to me? Because it's that good. I want the steak. So, if you haven't, if you haven't, been the robber, if you haven't been the pirate, and you haven't taken advantage of the Riverfront Steakhouse, the dinner for two for 60 bucks, all I can say is shame on you, because you can go through that salad bar, and you can load up like I did, and then you get the uh, filet, the 10-ounce filet that you can share, but do like I did, get two meals for 60 bucks, and then for the Frank Fletcher hand-sized shrimp, then you get to pick a side item. So what I do on the side item, on mine I went not one serving, but two servings of the hibachi fried rice with chicken. And so I had two of those. And um, I can simply say it has been a wonderful week, beginning even on Saturday night, of continuing to enjoy my dinner for two for 60 bucks 
at the Riverfront Steakhouse. So please, please, make your reservation. Shapur is there waiting, 371-9000, 371-9000. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, Wyndham Hotel. You will not be disappointed. And let's do this. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed. Made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart. Do we have Bart with us? Hey, hey, I am here. There you How are. How are we doing today, guys? Well, it's been an interesting day. I, I, I need to read this one from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. It says, um, the leading candidate right now for the Alabama job is Chad Morris. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. There would be a lot of celebration <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> Look, we can't get too greedy, okay? That's we can't right. let what about John he's, L. Smith he's leaving. <laughs> we just enjoy it, soak it in, and just hey, know really, no matter who they get, not going to be as good. The Bryant Central game last night. Do I, Bart? Oh, sorry, I mean, Bart was talking. He was talking to somebody else. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. No, Ch- Chad Morris is the one guy that could mess up any good job. So, all right, the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Yes. Uh, R.C. says, seriously, the rule is the player gets 30 days from the announcement of the coaching change. That is the rule. The rule to what? To enter the transfer portal? To, yes. Oh, so, it, so even if the portal is closed, if a coach leaves or retires, you could go. That's what R.C. is saying. You know, I thought there was had, something like that. I really did. Well, they've, uh, they've had several go to the NFL draft already. Right. But... But they've got a lot coming back. And they've we'll got see. several that also entered the transfer portal. Ole yeah. Miss is already tweeting out, tran- hashtag transfer to the SIP. They're, they're not wasting a second on the, uh, on the opportunity to pounce on this. Really? Bart, in case you're wondering, what we're talking about, Nick Saban has announced his yes, retirement. Retired. Yeah. And uh, needless to say that... Lane is, Kiffin. Well, I've thrown Lane Kiffin's name out there. Dan Lanning's name is out there. There's, you're going to see probably, I'm not sure the who's who, but if they are considered among the elite of coaches, I think you'll see their name being mentioned. And even a few that have retired previously, i.e. Urban Meyer, wouldn't be surprised to see those throwing his yeah. name out there. Bob Stoops wouldn't be surprised to see his no. name being thrown out there. No, no. I said Rick being well, thrown out there. Name out there. Yeah, so they have been thrown yeah. out there, but they're not candidates. We don't know that, but for I, a fact. I hope the Al- I hope the Alabama fans have not forgotten when Nick Saban took that program over, guys. We know what good. it is right now. It was certainly yep. not that. Uh, in fact, I, I remember. Think they know. Let's see, was that? Rick, Darren McFadden's last year at Tuscaloosa, that was a game we should have won. Should have won, yeah. The market improvement between a first-year Nick Saban team with almost no talent versus the year before that was incredible. Yeah, that's right. And and shortly after that, they were really, really good. Oh, and so, the dynasty began, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think Alabama fans yeah. remember that. I, I, if I was an Alabama fan, I'd be nervous right now. I'd be, Because who can replace him? No, you're right. All right, Bart, uh, we kind of caught you uh, maybe in between talking with us and talking with someone else. So I'll go ahead and ask this question by way of the Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback from Jerome. Bart, what was the outcome of the Bryant and Central game last night? Well, it was Central uh, played extremely well, but obviously, listen, and I said this early in the season, did I not, Randy? I think Bryant is the sleeper team in the state. Coach A doing a great job, has always done a great job there, but certainly when you get Kellen Robinson, it helps. And he obviously went off last night, completely controlled the game. Bryant wins the basketball game. Cam Hunter's brother hits a shot, last second shot. But what's most impressive about Kellen Robinson, his physicality, 
I think he shot 13 free throws last night. You control the pace of the game. So it was certainly a really, really great game, but excellent game on the uh, half of Kellen Robinson and the Brian Hornets to win a big, big 6A win versus Little Rock Central. All right, Bart, let's shift gears to Athens, Georgia. Your level of confidence in how Arkansas will play tonight. Well, I, I, listen, the good news is it can't be any worse than what I Don't ever won. say that. Never say uh, that. Don't ever say ever that. Say that. That's true. Okay. That's, that's true. Uh, let, let, let's say that. I would anticipate Coach Muss and Sapp, well, they're going to they're gonna be ready to play. If I was a player, I would take that extremely personal. And, and I don't know if you guys felt the same way. The disappointing thing about the loss and trying to mouse back was not the point differential. It was we didn't have any fight at the end. Mm, yeah. They're running That's up right. and down the court, and you're on your home court. At some point in time, forget the score, forget your points, forget all that stuff. you got to make a stand for pride and stand up for something and look yeah. towards to the next game. So I'm anticipating they come out extremely well-prepared, but I would think they would come out extremely aggressive as well. Um, Georgia plays a very similar type of style that they play. They're going to have seven guys that play over 22-plus minutes, and they're heavy guard scoring, so it should be a very interesting matchup. Bart, let's, I'll just pick out one player, and I'm not trying to single him out amongst all the others, but I want to use him as an example, and that is Brazil. Do you change, try to well, I say try, but do you change the way that he plays? In other words, instead of him out there on the wing, 20 feet away from the basket, waving his arm, and he's the Statue of Liberty out there, start him off on the block and make him work inside yeah. out. I mean, if he ends up at the three-point line, so be it. But he's 6'10", 6'11", you need his rebounding. He might could actually pick up a couple of offensive rebounds, possibly. But, I mean, yep. he draws attention inside the lane, which might open up somebody on the outside. But rather than playing out there on the wing and, and uh, waving at the crowd for the, for the basketball, he's down in the amongst uh, the Giants down inside the paint. And, and we settle as a team, and, and specifically Brazil, we settle for threes that I think are okay shots that you can get any point in time in the offense when you missed a couple, drive the ball to the rim. I would do exactly that. I would kind of put him, put him down at the block, put him at the mid post, isolate one side of the floor. What's impressive is how well Minifield actually scores, but how well he moves the basketball and makes really quick decisions. Put those two in isolations on one side of the floor, do a pick and rim run, he can jump to the moon, try to get him something at the rim, get him to see the ball go through the hole, get him some early foul shots, and you're right, work front rim, back, but this is the problem with this Arkansas team at times and Coach Muzz's offensive flow. It gets stagnant, and you can see us when we really struggle to, shot, to, to knock down shots. We can't manufacture shots because there's not a ton of action going on. So I'm hoping they make some adjustments because I would not be above putting two posts. I know it sounds old-fashioned. If you have mm-hmm. a size advantage like I think they have tonight, go with the dual posts. What's wrong with playing someone at the high post and low post? If that's where the advantage and mismatch is, go there early. But you got to try something different. Now, reports, and I do believe those reports were probably accurate. We talk about it when we come back. I'm guessing the five starters against Auburn were the scouting. So my question will be when we come back, who might be able to capitalize maybe upon the opportunity such as a laden blocker. If you're worried about defense, why not laden blocker? We'll come yeah. back with more in just one moment. It's in the zone each week, courtesy of Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man, Bell & Sword. 
It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. When you get on a bike, you got to watch out for gravel, potholes, and knucklehead drivers. But after a crash, here's what you got to watch out for. Insurance adjusters. They can be tough on injured bikers. They might try to pin the blame on you or pay you less than you deserve. So if you've been injured, here's what you should do. Call the lawyers who look out for bikers. That's Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash? Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs, they don't do surgery, and the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400 pound nose guard, deadlift an elephant, even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. Fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Chris Kane, along with Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined by Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. In just a few moments, I want to talk to you about Guatney Chevrolet. That's right, Guatney Chevrolet. You need to stop by, if nothing else, go on the showroom floor and look at that magnificent white Corvette. It's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I've always been a Corvette fan, and that one is simply gorgeous. Now, I haven't been out in the last couple of days to Guatney. I understand they have another Corvette that's on the lot, and uh, I'll have to check that one out. Uh because I just, again, I just love Corvettes. That's the beauty of, of what you'll find at uh, uh, Guatney Chevrolet. Because you just can't find vets anywhere, pretty much, in the country right now. Uh, they're being pre-sold, and once they get one in, it's gone. Uh, but they also have, and I've talked about this. Uh, I took my Corvette into the service department, needed a module replaced. And I can't tell you, the gang led by Nate, Stephen, uh, they went to the umpteenth degree 
to get me back on the road and and get me back in my vehicle. And I can tell you, as a customer, when you're in need of having your vehicle and you just you kind of throw your hands up because, I mean, you're, you're crippled. You know, you need your vehicle. Well, that's the beautiful thing about the award-winning sales and service you will find at Guatney Chevrolet because... In my book, they're number one. And now they've added another interesting touch. Once you purchase a vehicle, they'll invite you back for a dinner. And uh, they'll help you learn a little bit more about the bells and whistles of your new ride. And trust me, the way these cars have gotten today with these dashboards, I mean, you think you were piloting a rocket ship to the moon. But... uh, they have got the best sales staff combine that with the best service staff it's the place to shop if you're looking for a new automobile or previously owned automobile great selection family owned since 1957 it is right there in the heart of downtown jacksonville gregory street exit chevrolet find new roads and let's welcome back is that who are you welcoming? It's time for the <laughs> Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. All right, Bart, I asked you right before, well, kind of laid it out there right before the break. And that was, it was reported that five players, scholarship players, went to the scout team. I'm suspecting it was the five starters who started against Auburn. Uh, But that wouldn't, no one's been able to um, substantiate that. But what player do you think can benefit the most from possibly being the one that is now going to be given an opportunity, maybe at some playing time in in important times of the game, or whatever it may be? I teased with Layden Blocker a moment ago, because if defense has been an issue, isn't that his calling card right now, Layden Blocker? It, it is. That's his calling card, and especially against an Auburn team that has extremely physical guards, I don't understand why he doesn't get a shot, especially from just, we said one of the keys of the game, guys going into it, was stopping the basketball. The points were all scored because we can't stop the basketball in transition. That's rule number one. I think Layden Blocker, for a freshman, is certainly one of the best in the country at doing it. I think there's two people, and I, I think one of them gets a legitimate shot. I don't think the other one gets it, but I think they deserve it. Layden Blocker, and if you're struggling to score baskets, why not gear a lineup that's heavy defense and put Joseph Pinion out there for shooting uh-huh. to stretch the court out and loosen things up. I don't. I understand if you don't stick to it, if it doesn't work. What I don't understand is why don't you try it to see if it does? Because obviously they need at points they struggle to, to score, and so there's those are two guys that stick out right away. But one more little point to that: I would love to see them go to a small lineup. Go with Brazil, Mark, Minfield, Battle, Blocker, and just go small. Say you're going to play four guards. You're going to give up some mismatches, but try to maybe outrun some teams. Play a little different style. So those are the three things I think I would like to see open up to give it just a different look. Not only outrun them, but you can harass them on defense, too, if you're a little bit smaller and quicker. That's exactly right. But which, Rick, I don't understand why we don't do that in certain stretches. Yeah. I anyway, agree. just for a change of pace, I don't. 
I, I just felt like for a stretch, Auburn is teeing off on us, yeah. for lack of a better term, in transition. The ball's going from free throw line to half court to free throw line almost unimpeded. Yeah. And it, it just puts us in a bad position because I've heard we're not getting back in transition. It's hard to sprint all the way back in transition. The guards have to stop the ball and turn the ball handler to give them time to get back. So I'd love to see a little bit of that. Well, you can go back to uh, Coach Richardson. He would jump into that trap, that full-court trap. He might do it, only do it for a couple of minutes. But what he did is he changed the whole tempo of the game. And if he got turnovers, uh, easy baskets off of it, so be it. But I think it was much changing the tempo of the game. And there's times Arkansas looks like they're moving in quicksand both offensively and defensively. So if you if you start pressing the tempo, and if that means pressing in the backcourt, then do it. You've got to uh, – I mean, yep. you, you can't keep doing the same things. And I'm certainly not smarter than Eric Musselman. He knows heck of a lot more than I could even dream of knowing. But the bottom line is some things – it seems so obvious, Bart, that things need to change. It has to change, but the, we all—all all four of us have talked about this. I think when Coach Mosley gets tight, he refers back to things that are familiar, and we kind of saw the lack of substitution. And Coach Musselman does a great job, but the lack of substitution, and I think just an overall lack of in-game adjustments in certain aspects of the game, I think Georgia is going to be a really tough place to play, but this seems to be the theme with Arkansas Razorback teams of late. Slow start, slow start, slow start, but I don't think this year's league is a team where you can lose your first three or four games. I think you have to come and get a big road win today to really keep you even pegging because the schedule is that tough. By the way, speaking of Georgia, tough place to play, they, they had some repairs they needed to do their arena. Uh, they had, I guess, a chunk of concrete that fell out, so they did the repair. They spent a few million dollars. And you know what their AD said? It cost over $200 million to build a new arena, so we didn't do that. wonder if anybody at Arkansas hmm. was paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Although they did, they did say the the ceiling's darker. Well, the place was that place was dark. a dungeon. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right. Surely, if they right. if they put millions into it, what about more lighting? We'll right. we'll see how it looks on TV. Well, do they have those miners uh, lights that you can put on your head? <laughs> because I, I don't. Bart, were you with Sydney when we played? Yeah. in Athens, we almost beat them. Yeah, yeah, I almost, almost beat, beat I mean, it was like a 46-42 game because nobody could see the, where the basket was located. <laughs> like the old Tad Pad. I felt like the Tad Pad had lights out all the time, too, oh, over at oh Oxford. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, shooting is all touch, yeah. and that tests that theory, doesn't it? I mean, that that was <laughs> yeah, the absolutely. darkest place I think I have. It's like they were playing with the lights off. Yeah. If you were if you were at, yep. at Simmons uh, the uh, when they were playing, who was it, Lipscomb or whoever it was in Little Rock, and they brought the lights down so they could introduce the Arkansas Razorbacks. It took about 15 minutes for those lights to come back. And yep. they didn't want to put the players out there because they were afraid they couldn't find the basket. So, anyway. I get right. those LEDs. Georgia and Ole Miss. <laughs> All right, Bart. We will talk with you on Friday. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin with the Phoenix. Hour number three, the coach coming up next. Scott Romine could be our next super friend. What kind of powers does he have? He'll squat me unplugged every Saturday at 9 a.m. That's not much of a power. I can control fish. I'll make him a costume. Holy Buzz Radio Batman. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been